rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back again for another weekly episode of uh, sports funnies. If you, if you want to talk about this past week. It was almost like a, a full moon out there with uh, some of the stories we're going to talk about today. But before we get into it, head over to Twitter. Follow us there at ST Sports Podcast, as well as our Facebook and YouTube channel. Um, you can find us on iTunes and, and Spotify and all those wonderful platforms that they have out there. But I just want to say that I was on. we were on Spotify before Joe Rogan signed his $100 million deal with Spotify. I, I to be honest, I don't know what the big deal is. I mean, I know he's a, a big name out there for podcasters. I guess he signed a deal to be exclusively with Spotify, but we will still be here no matter what. So, yeah, so like I, I said, uh, definitely felt like a, a full moon this past week with some of these stories. Um, we're going to kick off the, the show with the, the supposedly in the works Evander Holyfield versus Tyson for the third fight. But we also have Bryce Harper's 135 game plan of how to have a, a Major League Baseball season, as well as some NFL news, a um, bunch of idiots getting arrested. But which ones are we talking about? Because there was two, three, or two or three different situations. So, like I said, Holyfield versus Tyson 3 is in the works. Both uh, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield came out this past week with videos showing them the training and both saying that they're back. Now, both did say, you know, it's strictly going to be for charity if they could work something out. As of right now, it is not official. Sounds like both fighters want to do it. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch it. I mean, both are in their 50s. Granted, I don't know if you guys seen the, the Mike Tyson workout video. Obviously, he still has his, his speed. Um, but at that age, how quick is his legs, his agility... And same thing with Holyfield. I mean, you know, Holyfield did say, you know, I, I still have my jab and I still could throw it. And it sounds like they are kind of over the, the with what happened last time that they fought, which was the infamous biting of the ear incident. Now, let's not forget Mike Tyson is 0-2 against Holyfield. He lost the, the belt to him the first time. And then in the rematch was the the biting incident. Now Holyfield was quote saying he has nothing against Mike personally, and he they he thinks it would be good for the sport if both of them get in the the ring together and and fight it out. Yeah, I don't know. I think honestly it's. It, it won't be good for the, the sport. It would be more of a, a spectacle, like a circus-type spectacle to watch two, 
I think too old. You know, if this thing was maybe five, seven years ago, okay, maybe. You know, but both fighters are mid 50s, late 50s. Now, with it being an exhibition match, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they still have to go get their fighting license. That's the other part, too. I think that's going to be a big hurdle is will a fighting commission give them a license to fight? Or do they do what the UFC was going to do and go on a Indian tribal ground and fight it that way? But I don't know if it's if it's on ESPN for free, I'll watch it. But if it's $75 for a pay-per-view, unless they have like, I mean, I can't see them do like Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, but I just hope that if they do do a pay-per-view and they don't want to make, make a spectacle of it, that they get legit fighters on the card and maybe even make it like a strictly up-and-comer fighters, like rookies or something like that, and like you know, um, no triple G's or uh, Floyd Mayweather, you know, no no one like that, you know, get get some of these rookies some some TV time. Now, I mean, I got that out of the way. Uh, Bryce Harper came out earlier this week with a a plan of his own of how he would have a baseball season this year. Now, last time we talked last week, uh, the MLB owners had a proposal ready to send over to the baseball players with an 82-game schedule for a for a season to start first week of July. As of this recording still have no um, no agreement between the two and now the owners are coming out saying basically every game that is played they will lose $640,000 a game without having fans in the stadium <clears throat> and Overall, will cost over the, the the losses will be over four billion dollars. I know I was on the player side and I was kind of bashing the owner, saying, "Well, you know, what would you do with your savings? This and that." Honestly, I mean, and I'll admit, I was probably wrong. I didn't think the losses would be that catastrophic. Would the teams go bankrupt? I don't think they'll go bankrupt. Um, you know. Definitely won't be able to make any upgrades to their stadiums or anything like that. But I still don't believe the players should do a 50-50 revenue split. Now, with Bryce Harper's plan here, he posted on Instagram. Basically, you know, he said, you know, everybody has all these ideas out there of how they want to play the season. Well, here's my my idea I'm going to throw into the the, the, the hat. So he wants to, to break the league down into how the NBA has the East and West divisions. And he wants to play 135 games between July and mid-November. 
Now that's 31 days in July, 31 days in August, 30 in September, 31 in October, and 15 days in November. That's 135 games. They would have an off day every two weeks on a Monday and doubleheaders on Sundays, but only playing seven innings. They would have 30 players on team, six man rotation, instead of the normal five man rotation to help save pitching arms. And he even said there, if the pitchers want it. Well, you know, if you're going to play and only get an off day every two weeks, I'm pretty sure they'll take the extra pitching arm. And then he, he also said DH for both divisions. The playoffs would be a two week, two weeks till the World Series, just like the Super Bowl. So to get there, he would have a 10 team round robin format, just like the College World Series, all at the new Texas Stadium or whatever stadium are, you know, basically fits the best. Three game series. If you win, you move on. If you lose, you basically go to like a loser's bracket and have a one game wild card. Whenever that moves on, other team is completely eliminated. Two teams left, seven game World Series. They get two days off before the series with those two days having the All-Star Game and Home Run Derby. Also, he wants to get rid of all blackouts, which I think is freaking awesome. You know, it sucks for myself. If I want to watch the Phillies, I can't watch the Phillies because I'm in the area. I'm in, in the blackout area. Then, to help get Major League Baseball seasons back on to their normal you know, opening day, early April type deal. Next year, have the season start May 1st of 2021, and then April 1st of 2022, be back on schedule. Now, I'll, I'll tell you what. There are some aspects of this plan of his I think are very good. The 135 game schedule, I don't think is feasible, especially if you're only getting one day off every two weeks. You think about all the injuries that go on now in a 162 game schedule with, say, at a minimum, two days off a week. There are going to be so many more injuries. I, you know, I understand he said that expand the roster and stuff like that, but now you're affecting the, the the product you're putting out there. Nothing against AAA guys, but there's a reason why they're down there. And if you want to injure, say, Aaron Judge, so that you think you could bring a AAA guy in to keep that production up, or um, say Justin Verlander, the pitcher, gets hurt, and you think a AAA guy is going to be able to compete up against an Aaron Judge, uh, you're going to see below average type of product being put out there. I do like having the six-man rotation, though. 
maybe if you could figure out ways. Like I said, right now, the MLB owners have an 82 game schedule proposed. Maybe if you could figure out a way to do 100 games, you could do the six, the six man rotation to save the arms. Plus, with the the new rules in there, may may help out as well. His playoff setup I like a lot, and I think I read somewhere that they said that this College World Series format has been floated around for a couple years to try to implement it into the Major League Baseball. A 10-team round, round, round robin for two weeks. You know, you could get back from having the World Series in November to have it back in October. Once the, the seasons line back up to how they normally played. The blackout thing. I like that for this, this season, but there's no way that will happen over the years because then MLB is losing a, a lot of money. But I, I will give him credit for throwing some of these ideas out there. Hey, you never know. You know, maybe some of these owners, some of the, the players may like them. They may try to implement them. And at least it's showing that at least one of the players are, are making a step towards, hey, we want to play ball too. We know the owners want us to play ball. So let's negotiate here. Let's throw ideas out there, see what we could all agree on. It's not just the owners trying to get the season back so they don't lose all the money. I totally understand why the players might not want to take a, a pay cut because of the the coronavirus going on but on the flip side you're also making 25 million dollars a year you should be investing or saving your money the right way as well as the owners so that when this does happen you have something to fall back on or if you have to take a a pay cut for a year why not say listen part of the, the agreement um that the owners are proposing say listen okay we'll take a 50 50 revenue split here but next year to make up for that when the fans start coming back into the stadium instead of it being 60 40 us we take 65 35 us to help us get back our the money that we lost now you know i'm hoping that maybe some of these other players may see bryce harper's ideas maybe throw their own little ideas out there but i still say it's may 20th may 21st by the time you guys hear this i still say if they do not have an agreement by june 1st there will not be a baseball season there won't be enough time to get these players back in in shape there's a difference between working out at home and playing shape shape I mean, if you guys watched The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan and the Bulls um, documentary that was on ESPN, you saw exactly what happened to Michael Jordan when he came back from being retired. He came back late in the season and was only strong enough to basically play one half and start tailing off. That's what's going to happen to these players if they don't agree 
to a deal soon. And not just the players, the, the owners too. I mean, it's definitely gotta be a give and take here from both sides. I'm hoping they come to an agreement because it'd be nice for baseball to help bring back the sports. Yeah, UFC has had three or four fights the past two weeks. But let's be honest, UFC is not one of the, the four major sports. Baseball, then right into football. I still think NHL, even though I saw a rumor or something saying that when they resume the season, they're going right into the Stanley Cup series or Stanley Cup playoffs. I really, I still think NHL is going to cancel their season. I think NBA should as well start fresh. So go baseball, football, hockey, you know, just like they normally do. Speaking of some football news, it's like, <laughs> you know, before the NFL schedule came out and the NFL wasn't sure if there would be a season or what they're going to do, it seemed like all the players behaved. Not in news. Doing everything they're supposed to be doing. Schedule comes out, and it seems like the player said, All right, let's go make some trouble. Let's get some trouble now. Well, Seattle Seahawks cornerback Quinn Dunbar and New York Giants cornerback DeAndre Baker did just that. They are both arrested for robbing multiple people at a dice game. Now, I'm not sure. If this was like a private dice uh, dice game, but again, you're supposed to be a stay-at-home order in some of the places. You know, social distance yourself. Why are these guys having parties like that to begin with? But either way, it's not looking too good for either of them. They both pled not guilty to eight counts of alleged. Uh, armed robbery I think I saw something that they stole on the upwards of like $70,000 worth of jewelry from the the people now let's not forget these guys aren't like minimum salary guys Seattle Seahawks uh, corner Dunbar is making a couple million dollars now so this this happened like I said in the, in earlier in the week they both turn themselves in. Now it's up to the state attorney's office to decide if they should go forward to a trial with these players' cases. Here's a couple snags, though. Four of the victims recanted their story from police within 36 hours of the event. That, to me, is very sketchy. Either A, these players said, hey, here's $5,000, just shut up. Or the quote victims may have some dirt on them that they don't want being exposed. A fifth person who identified as a witness signed an affidavit saying the players weren't culpable of the alleged crime. So you already have five people either saying no, nothing happened or are defending the the players 
According to the arrest, um, Baker and Dunbar were accused of stealing money and watches with se uh, semiotic firearms. Here we are again, players with firearms getting in trouble. Also, it was reported that there's a third person with a, a red hood where Baker told the person, the suspect, if anybody comes in, you shoot them. All over a dice game. You are making $4 million. Even if you're making a million, or uh, the, the veteran's minimum, you're making, what, $750,000, 750000 And you rob them of $70,000 in jewelry? I mean, come on. How stupid are you? Stay at home. Play Madden. You're supposed to be doing your your, your virtual um, workouts and stuff. and Stay at home. Be with your, your family during this time. What is so important about going to a dice game to gamble? Do it at your home. I'm sure there's apps on your phone if you got to gamble. I'm sure DraftKings or FanDuel might have something like that. It just asks and I, I just will never understand these players. They, ha they have the world by its balls and they continuously piss it away. And speaking of that, I don't know if you guys saw, Alden Smith has been reinstated for the 565th time. So we'll see how long before he pisses that away. But I just can't understand these guys. These guys, and they're not bad players, obviously. Now, their future may be done. I mean, we've seen, we've seen plenty of times that if, even if they're, they're found not guilty, the NFL could suspend them. Now, with the new collective bargaining agreement, it won't be Roger Goodell handing the, the punishments out, so maybe that trend will stop finally. But it's not looking too good for these these guys, and uh, the, the whole four victims that that recanted their story, either way, are not going to be reliable witnesses. So, as, as more of this comes out, I think this is going to be one of those cases where they'll plead to a, a lesser charge and get you know a slap on the wrist. But. All I'm asking is for these NFL players, please start thinking about what you're doing. Just stop. Stop being so stupid. The other th stupid thing that happened this past week involves the minority hiring process with the NFL. Now, when I saw the story, After it was like, you know, Monday or Tuesday, I saw the story about NFL possibly awarding draft picks for teams that hire minorities. And then uh, yesterday, Tuesday, I saw that they tabled the discussion about this, but I still want to talk about it because I just think it, it is so freaking stupid. And honestly, I think it's more racist than anything. 
So what was proposed is a team could improve its third round draft pick selection by up to 16 picks, going up 10 spots for hiring a minority candidate as a general manager or equivalent level position and six spots for hiring a minority head coach. Um, under this plan, a team could move up five spots in the fourth round if minority head coach or general manager successfully entered the third year on the job, according to reports. No, no one really came out yet and said, okay, this, this is, you know, my idea or anything like that. Retaining a minority quarterbacks coach after one year would net a fourth round comp, uh, comp pick. Losing a minority candidate to other teams would earn draft capital as well. A third round comp pick for a minority candidate leaving to become a head coach or general manager and a fifth round comp pick to the former team for a coordinator hire. That to me is a slap in the face. Now you're, you're, you're forcing teams. Like say you were the Dolphins last year, tank for Tua. Okay, well, you know, I'm just going to hire this, you know, this guy here just so I can get an extra draft pick. And then once we get our, our full team, we'll fire him and go after Nick Saban. That's all that screams to me. It only screams to tank more, make yourself look good because you're hiring a minority. And it, 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 it's just stupid. And, I, you know, I'm glad that they're, they're tabling it. I think this, this to me sounds like two owners were drunk at the bar, wrote down a napkin, and said, oh, this sounds like a good idea. It is freaking stupid. There's better ways out there to figure out the, the process for minorities to get head coaching jobs and GM jobs. How about making each team have a GM intern be able to have two or three I'm sure most teams out there I mean you look at the Eagles they did it with Joe Douglas but make it mandatory for every team make it mandatory for every team to have an interim an intern head coach so that they, they can learn how to do it during the week you can't just pick you know, like you look at, uh, like Andy Reid was a quarterback coach for Green Bay when Philly signed him. Not every coach is going to be a quarterback coach. Not every head coach is going to become a GM down the line. It's something you got to be able to teach and, and and help these individuals. And it's for for all races, not just you know blacks mexicans or anything like that if you guys want to get quality head coaches coordinators gms in there they need to be trained they need to 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 learn they need to be teached and by implementing this rule i don't think you're gonna really teach any of any of them any coaches coordinators whatnot if anything to me you're setting them up for failure you're going to have an owner or a GM that wants a, to hire a minority head coach knowing full well they're not going to have any control over what players come in, what players go, and secretly 
have discussions. Oh, okay, let's let's tank to get, you know, uh, Lawrence from Cle- uh, Clemson, or you know, Ian Book from Notre Dame, or any other quarterback that you might want to get in the, the first round. Not saying Ian Book's first round guy, but first quarterback name that popped in my head. This is just a, a flat out slap in the face to every minority out there that may want to be a head coach, GM, coordinator, quarterback, coach, whatever. Now, before we go, I did see something earlier uh, today that supposedly there may be a buyer for the XFL. I didn't really read up on it. Just saw a headline, and I'm not really too sure if it was a uh, reliable sports page but the buyer supposedly is Vince McMahon this whole bankruptcy thing was to get out of paying the creditors during this pandemic and you know what Vince McMahon may be old maybe senile still has his, his business smarts not saying I approve of this but if he could pull this off it's a good way to go. I mean, you think about how the XFL got set up. McMahon had to set up the main business name, had WWE as a basically a secret partner, file for bankruptcy. Obviously, he owns WWE, so he's paying himself back to the, the money he lost there. Let the first name go bankrupt. Start a new business name to buy the XFL. He has the money. So maybe, just maybe, we may have some XFL football back soon. So that's going to be it for this week. Um, I'm not sure if there's any UFC fights this week. I watched uh, watched a couple of them last weekend. I still think my girl Angela Hill won that fight. But it is what it is. Head over to Twitter, follow us there, ST Sports Podcast. Like our Facebook page as well as our YouTube channel. And head over to Podchaser as well. And give us some reviews there um, as well. So, till next weekend, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.